was just a little backed up and needed uh, needed a good flushing out. <laughs> you don't Fuck. like that? <laughs> no, it's actually funny. Yeah. Did you see huh. you now have a rubber baby buggy bumper? What? I gave you a rubber baby buggy bumper oh. to try to keep the sound from traveling. Oh. If, if it hits the table. I stopped thumping the table a long time ago. So I know, but... Yeah. Well, you were really worried about the wood one day. <laughs> I remember I was there's two pieces of wood even. And I'm not even gonna tell you about the third one. <laughs> oh no, please. Uh, let's let's spare the audience the third piece of wood story. Well, should we greet our audience? It's uh, hello, my name is Nancy. I'm Scott. And uh, we're coming back after a little bit of a hiatus. Uh, a lot you're of stuff welcome, going on. You're supposed to welcome back to still in here? No, that's like some disco. I'm trying to stop. Disco, wow. I I, it reset it. Mounding. It reset those two. I thought maybe we'd get, welcome back. Yeah, the the, the machine is just doing whatever it wants. It's uh, it's Sometimes it's recording, sometimes it's not. We had a little bit of, we had to do a little bit of a purge, had to do a little bit of a factory reset. Well, Lost Scott had to do all that stuff because uh, I don't know what, the, and I'm not learning, so. <laughs> I, I, only, I only look like I don't know what I'm doing. That's not true. I try. Mm. Well, anyway, here we are. Well, um, well, anyway, enough about you. Let's talk about me. <laughs> no, let's talk about me. Oh, so let's talk about this. I, What's going on in your world? I dropped with my students the other day. I dropped the. Let's talk about me. Has we class started already? Oh, of course it has. It started late oh, on. Yeah, August. it did. Yeah, um, because when in, we were on campus, there were students there. We're the in other like day. fourth week. Never mind. What are you Never doing? Mind. Snoozing? Well, <laughs> so. So I don't I don't know I was talking I'm out of academia I don't care anymore I was talking about frenemies or whatever to my students and they were kind of chuckling and I dropped the Toby Keith song I said let's talk about me and you know what I've eight students is. in my class none of them knew what I was talking I, about I wouldn't know what you're talking about you never heard the Toby Keith song let's talk about me I know he's country and I don't listen to country oh but it's a, it's a classic song evidently not that classic. Okay, well, so you're right with probably the, classic if you listen to country, right? With maybe. the kids, but hey, guess what else they they <laughs> guess what else I did that you have no no. I had a <laughs> I had a Star Wars meme in one of my slideshow presentations about the topic was cognitive dissonance, and I have an Emperor Palpatine like uh, let let Anybody the know what it was let the you know the basically the sith flow kind of type thing and i i <laughs> them, i said flow. and and flow. i um and i asked my students who are my star star wars fans in the room and i have a small class there's only eight but not a one of them was a star wars fan and that that kind of disturbed me a little maybe was, they just didn't want to admit it well <laughs> sorry it's you know the it's the talk i don't really know i don't really know what to say about that well, i would think I mean. one out of eight would be it a Star Wars fan. And maybe so. Maybe even more. But it's the same thing like with Star Trek. A lot of, depending upon where you're at, depending on where you're at, depending upon where you are, you know, people think that if they admit to liking Star Wars or Star Trek, you know, then they're a geek or whatever. And wow. there's just, there's, there are just people who don't admit to it in public because sci-fi, you know, isn't for... I'm just I'm just saying. I mean, there are people who won't yeah. admit to it. Then you can talk to them later and they go, oh, I love Star Trek. Well, one one young lady in the class did, did raise her hand and said, I'm a Harry Potter fan. And I said, well, yeah, me too. I said, you, <laughs> you know... You should have got Harry Potter stupid. <laughs> no. <laughs> and then, you know, actually, the majority of the class, they were Harry Potter fans. And oh, so you, so you had some that were... Yeah, I mean, oh, okay. that was that was interesting. I don't have a lot of, I don't have any Harry Potter memes in my class, so I might have to adjust. I took that, uh, I t- took that quiz once that that said, you know, what house, uh, what what uh, Harry Potter house would you be in? Oh yeah, and I yeah. got put- <laughs> with the rest of the snakes. That's the yeah. snake house, right? So you know, I took it again because I'm like, I am not going to be in Slytherin, and and I got that second <laughs> time I got into Gryffindor, so I was pretty excited. So what uh, one was Harry in? Gryffindor. See, that's yeah, and Draco. I'm in mean, Snape. I like Snape. He was, Snape. He was yeah, he was the snake. Guy. I like Snape. He was in Slytherin. But we're just gonna. I just thought I'd drop that little note about my students because we're gonna talk about Ahsoka today. We. Oh, I was going to say, what's the Wars. connection between... 
I was already I was trying to figure out what the connection was between the Star Wars and Harry Potter. I'm like, what, what connection are you making? It's like, oh yeah, you started talking about I Star Wars. I started talking about Star Wars. So we we covered um, the first two episodes in the last podcast. Now we're on episodes three, four, and five. Zupa. Oh, Zoka. I'm I'm just adjusting my notes here, so don't mind me because I'm. No, just recently. Try, I'm just trying to be. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be a better, a better podcaster, as we talked about. Well, okay. I want to be. I want to. I want to someday. I want to be a content creator. That's what people are going to oh. say. What do you, I'm, like, I'm, a, I'm a creator. Wow. Boom! I create worlds. Jeez. K. Oppenheimer. Okay, about Oppenheimer kind of, lately. Kind of that's kind of funny. Well, all right. Episode three of Ahsoka. Quite, quite a bit. I you know. I just want to say this. I. You know, I, I didn't watch Rebels. I didn't watch Clone Wars. I'm really starting to feel like a little bit, like I'm a little behind on understanding Ahsoka because of that. Although we had this conversation, like... We have, and I really wonder if it's... Do like the little... The fact that I kind of jumped in and have watched some stuff and told you little tidbits here and there, does that... Well... Does that, does that feel like it brings you up to speed enough, or is it... No. No, I mean, I'm, I'm just starting to feel like in, in life, like if you haven't watched everything, you're behind. I mean, that's just the way things are now. That's the way they're building things. They're building upon things that you've they've already released. Well, that's probably why Strange New Worlds is so popular, because it's episodic rather than being, yeah. you know. Well, so, so gosh, this does tie I into... To, I have to stop us. Donnie! No. This Sorry. does tie into youth and students, though, because... Um, clearly, span. clearly they, they, they are building upon what, what people probably in their thirties today watched as a child, twenties or thirties. Think about that. I mean, I don't know when rebels and clone wars came out, but. Oh, just like, I mean, like 10 years ago. Oh, I mean, not that. Okay. That's like well, really. So, I mean, but, but they're, they're clearly tapping into that age range too. But actually, okay. You know what? And I was, I was watching an episode the other day. Just because I wanted, I was trying to answer something that I had, you know, in the episode, I'm like, oh, okay, I don't remember that. And so I jumped, found in Rebels where it was. And I was thinking as I was watching this, and I was like, you know what? This is kind of, you're going to hate me. So I apologize now. I mean, this is the same thing with like Star Trek Prodigy. Rebels, I don't know about the Clone Wars. Rebels, I don't. It's animated, but I wouldn't say that that was a show for kids. That it was designed to be for kids. Because when you watch it, it it's at a level above kids who just like you know some Saturday morning cartoons. But it's I mean, not, it was written for kids because they had they had coloring books out. Okay, they had coloring books. Fine, but I mean, it's but when you watch it, I mean, that's like think about how many animated movies are out there that the humor and some of the dialogue in them. It's like no way kids would get it. It's very, you know, it's very much pitched towards the adults that are actually watching. I'm just saying when you sit down and watch the episodes, you haven't watched any. And I'm not a knock on it, but you haven't watched any. And as I was watching one of these episodes, I was actually trying to think while I was watching it, okay, where would a kid get entertainment in this episode? And it was very much like a regular live action, the content anyway. You know, people getting killed. I mean, just left, right. I mean, I mean, left, right, you know, left, right. I mean, okay, I mean yeah. there was this one episode, and I bet there were there were probably no less than forty people that got killed in that episode. And wow. I'm thinking, you know, and I'm thinking to myself, I, I can't, I can't look at this and say, oh, this is a kids' show, a kids' cartoon. Well, and they Prodigy did then, so then Prodigy did it better, where they were trying to make it for children. You know, they're trying to get children interested in Star Trek. They, they were definitely trying. They, they, you've said they were trying to get children in Star Trek, but at least with, with Prodigy, though, t as well, they didn't make it to where it was almost condescending to children. The story and the way it was done would engage multiple age groups. Mm, okay. but, I mean, really, when you watch it. But I, I, I'm watching this, and it was one of the, it was like the third to the last episode of Rebels. And they'd be people getting freaking murdered all over the place 
Yeah, and I'm like, there's. I, I was like, if I had like a 12 year old or something, I I don't know if I would want them to watch that because I mean, it was pretty brutal. Death after death oh. after death after death. I mean, was either it gory either, death or no typical Disney, no blood, right? But shot and killed, sabers stuck through and killed kind <laughs> okay. of stuff. You know, no blood, but it was. Yeah. I mean, it was battle after battle after battle. I mean, it was like Clone Wars style. You know. <laughs> first oh, movie Disney. or I mean, I mean it wasn't Disney bad. for being dark pretty much in everything though I mean they kill moms right. they kill dads they leave people Bambi. orphans they kill Bambi. Bambi I mean yeah I mean <coughs> like Mufasa jeez the movie up I mean god this is a gut wrenching stuff in every show so maybe yeah. Maybe Disney just doesn't care about children <laughs> and their well-being in there, and they're like they've—they've ne- like Disney has never taken an adverse childhood never. experiences type uh, survey I like Aces. Freaking, they don't know whole, anything it, about it's it. Like, you know, the whole thing's based on Mickey Mouse, and you're like, ah, nah, they don't care about kids. Yeah. But well, anyway, so it just I as, as I watched it, I was like, I gotta tell Nancy this because this, this doesn't seem kidsy to me. Well, and, and so let me let me just uh, so I'm just I'm just saying that I sorry, sorry I to sorry to bring it. sorry to bring us way off topic there. But. I feel it. I feel a lack of and I, and a part of me thinks, well, I mean, do they do this just to get you to go back in time and rewatch mm. these things? And I just don't think I can do it. Good one. No, one of the reasons I think, it's, I think it's meant to be filler between movies because it's a lot cheaper for them to produce, you know, eight or ten episodes of an animated series, you know, than a full on. You know, theatrical movie, and I, my thought was it was always they were doing these things to try to keep fans happy in the interim, especially because Star Wars was so well, lost for so long. Because these these shows were out before they rebooted, not rebooted, but before they went to episodes um, seven, eight, and nine. So there was that big gap, you know. Well, and I, okay. So here's what I also think. I feel like I feel like really truthfully, Ahsoka could be a movie. Ahsoka could have been one big long movie that they've broken into parts, <coughs> but the movies have not. The movies are not making Disney bank like the shows are. They just aren't right now. The movies making more money than the movies. Right, but what this is what I think happened is they started out with Solo. That was wasn't. Correct me if I'm wrong. It wasn't so the You're first. Wrong. I am Rogue One. No, it was Rogue One and then Solo. Rogue One was popular. That was the first movie outside where they called it a Star Wars movie. Right. As opposed a, a to Star being Wars Star story. Wars. They called Star it a Wars Star Sto- Wars story. Excuse me, you are correct. So it went from Rogue One to Solo. And then I think they I think they jumped the gun a little bit and recast, you know, Harrison Ford. And people really struggled with You mean they jumped the shark? They no, I didn't say jump the shark. Did I? Did I say jump? No, no you said I jump think, the gun. I, was just I think they jumped it. They jumped it, and they 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 recast Harrison Ford as you know whoever they cast, and he's a great a actor, young, a younger, a younger Solo. And I actually actually really liked Solo, so I don't know why so many people had so many problems with it. I thought it was a good movie. Had Amelia they Clark in it. They were recasting. We we right. we talked about this exact same yep, thing in the la- in the last podcast. Not the very last one. Yeah. No. Well, the one that didn't get the one that was recorded. Oh, well. The so very we, last one cuz we had the podcast that yeah. didn't record. Right. Well, we Well, I just did. Okay. So, we the, had, re- the yeah. podcast before that we did talk about well, reca- mm-hmm. we talked extensively about recasting and you were very pro right and i was very anti and then that's where you wanted to talk about the indian Indian? And I said, which Indian? And you said, no, you said Indiana Jones. Oh. And I said, no, you oh. said Indian. And you did say Indian. And oh. I had it recorded. Sorry. And I, I, I may have emphasized that in the editing oh, process. My. Well, that wasn't very nice of you. It is because it's funny. No, it's not. It's it not is funny. The, the way it ended. I made it funny. Okay. Well, yeah. So, not, I, but anyway. I mean, so I think that's what happened. And I think you're right. And, it was a recast. And they're like, we, like it. it's too dangerous to try to make a Star Wars story now hit hit the big screens. Like it's just too dangerous. They're making too much money out of these these basically movies that are cut into multiple parts Didn't and they serialized. Do Haven't they done it? Was no, it was Rogue One, and it was then it was Han Solo, a Star Wars story, and that's it. And that was it because it was literally. They bombed at the box office. Rogue One did well. 
Yeah, Rogue One did well. But the hand one, I think. And I didn't, you know, that's the interesting thing is I'm like Rogue One. I know you didn't, but most most people did. And everybody seems to like Andor, but me. I, oh, people are pretty well split on Andor. Well, I just, no, I just talked to somebody, a good friend of mine, who ranks Andor number two right behind Mandalorian. Like Buffett, like, is it better than the Obi-Wan is this person able to see or hear or anything? <laughs> oh, I'm just saying. I mean, well, but Andor I mean, split. People seem to like it or can't stand it. Right. And I, you didn't see it. I think you watched one episode. I watched with me. one episode. I couldn't do it. And I somehow or another watched every episode. I couldn't do it. And I, I couldn't believe the last episode was the last episode because it seemed like the last episode the story was finally getting going. And it was the last episode. It was terrible. Mm-hmm. It was terrible. So, you know, getting back to Ahsoka here, but one of the things that, you know, I would just say this because I haven't watched Rebels and Clone Wars. I don't care about Ezra. That's Rogue One is 84% that, Rotten Tomatoes. Wow, that's pretty good. I oh, do not. Solo? I do I'm not like. Silo. I mean, I have no, no connection to Ezra. That's part of the problem, I think, with Ahsoka. And they don't do anything really to. You know, give flashbacks of him because it comes from an animated, you know, it comes from an animated show, so they don't really give flashbacks. Who? I was looking up Solo. Ezra. Oh, well. Man, Talking about the be, character, yeah, Ezra. Yeah, because the only Ezra there was was like in the first or second episode when Sabine was looking at that little hologram. Yeah, he's That's all. That's who that was. But we're trying, you know, if they want us to connect to Ezra... You need to do some mocked up flashbacks or something. And so the start of episode three is retraining Sabine as a Jedi. You know, and they're just, you know, they're kind of nasty. We brought this up earlier. They're kind of nasty about Sabine's skills. Yet she seems to be, she seems to be pretty competent as a Mandalorian. And she's pretty competent as a, a, a fighter, you know, What's the word I'm looking for? Like she's a fighter. A fighter. She's a gunner on their. She's the gunner she, she's on their. A competent Mandalorian. Yeah, she's good at that stuff. So, again, kind of bugs me that they're kind of down on her as a fighter. Cause well, didn't they? Was wasn't it Hu Yang that? Was it Hu Yang or Hu Yang? Hu Yang. Was it Hu Yang that said there's only been like two Mandalorians that were actually ended up being good Jedi yeah. or did I see that somewhere no, else? No, he said that. He said, okay. He said, he's, it's mostly Hu Yang that's down on Sabine because Ahsoka says, I don't, I want her to be her, you know, I want her to. That was the best line. That was a great line. That was a very great line because he was always, yeah, because I'm trying to think of what he said up to that mm-hmm. and it was about being a, a great Jedi or a good Jedi. Yeah. Yeah, I want, I want her to be, to her. be Sabine. And that kind of, you know, that... She turns around and fucks her. That kind of mirrors what she says later, too, in in the Shadow Warrior episode with Anakin. Because I think she's trying to tell Anakin she wants to be herself, too. I think you're right, because there's there was... Because Anakin talks about... When they are, we are jumping all over the place. Surprise! Yeah, well, so we can, I mean, well, I mean, it's those three episodes where we're kind yeah. of staying contained in them, but because they're kind of like one big episode, really. When you, well, that's what I said earlier. I mean, it's like they've made a movie and they've snipped it up. But I mean, just those episodes. Anyway, oh. um, I believe it was when they were doing one of the, yeah, it was with Anakin and they were going doing little time travel thing that he was taking her through, and he because he talked about his master. There were things that were handed down to him from that his master got from his master, and that he got from his. And he and he said that I'll hand down to you. Yeah. And so it very much is a right. Yeah, she's a. No, so I think I so I think you know think she's trying to find her. I don't want to say she's trying to find her place in the world because she's older than that. But but I <laughs> but I wonder if it isn't some they're like having this. Because they were kind of torn, end up being kind of torn apart, and they didn't see each other again until he had become Darth Vader. So there never was really a proper goodbye, you know. Other than when she said, "Fuck the, you know, Jedi, you guys accused me of murder, kick me out. I find out I'm innocent. And now you're all, you know, come on back, screw you guys." And then she only dealt with them a couple more times. And that comes so there was from Rebels, right? Rebels into yes, and yeah. then even a little bit of the smidge into the. Clone Wars one in there, yep. but yep. so there was never really a proper, you know, there was never really a goodbye that I recall between mm-hmm. her and Anakin. 
it was just at one point she had had a falling out with Anakin, and the next thing you know, he's Darth Vader. Yeah. So, I mean, that's probably some baggage. Well, baggage is kind of like when you feel like you've done something wrong, right? So it really wouldn't be baggage that she's carrying, but it definitely weighs on her, I would imagine. Well, and maybe that's what this helps clear out uh, when she gets to the end. and Because when he kicks her back into the world between worlds towards the end, and then when he comes at her and he kind of does that flash between Darth Vader and himself, she's like totally different. She's like in ass kicking mode mm-hmm. then and really, you know, pr- pr- much different than she was when she first saw him and they started fighting and before they went into the little history tour. Okay. At least in my mind, she seemed like she was much more centered and, you know, you're not, you're, you know, you're not taking me out. That's the way I, I felt it was, but. Ah, oh, lazy dog. All right. So, you know, there's a lot of fantastic fight scenes in. In episode three, uh, Ahsoka's fighting Balin's skull. Sabine is fighting Shin, and and too bad they slow them all down for Ahsoka. No, yeah, I'm sorry, I couldn't help myself. No, I mean, I, I just, I really like Shin. I know you don't like her. I think she's, I think she's really Sith, and like that, that Balin's skull holds her back on being Sith, but she absolutely. is absolutely. She well, is she wants, Sith. she wants to go down. She does. And become, become a Sith. Yeah. She's going to kill someone. She'll kill someone before. I don't know who she's going to kill, but she'll she'll kill somebody. Balin. Oh, maybe. That'd be great. That's the, Now, we're forecasting this out because she's probably going to get sick of him holding her back and he's going to... She ooh, was tired when, when she grabbed hold of Sabine, mm-hmm. doing the old force choking her, started to choke her out yep. when they were inside. I got to find out what the name of the thing is. And he had to tell her a couple times to let her go. Yeah. She said, I made a promise to let her go. And, yeah. when she, and then she finally did. And she like pissed about the fact that she had to do it. Yeah. So is she his Padawan then? I think so. Okay. Yeah. So he's holding her back. And I wish we'd see, I wish we'd see, <laughs> I call her, call her Morgan Le Fay, but that's not her name. It's Elspeth. Elves. I wish we'd see more of her. She's pretty cool. And she's like a witch and she lives in this this golden kind of like spaceship that looks like it's straight out it's of the Eternals. Of, the Eye of Scion. Scion, yeah. She she looks like she's straight out of Eternal. She looks like she's from a different the, a different uh, uh, <laughs> genre of movies entirely. The Dathom, I'm gonna say this wrong, Dathomirian witches. Dathomir. Witch, witches of witches Dathomir. Dathomir, yeah. It's cool. I mean, there's just not enough of her. She's she is she just kind of shows up periodically when they need to move the story storyline around and well she's she's the you know how it is like that you watch a tv show or a movie and you think you know who the bad guy who the antagonist is and then you find out that's just like the first that's like the real antagonist is like two more layers down well, <laughs> I mean, because we I know mean, it's we know it's thr- going to be thrown star wars is known for that with <coughs> so the many, so with the emperor there, yeah. Well, Star- there's a lot of shows where it's like, oh, it's the bad guy, and now suddenly that person gets killed because a real bad guy is behind them or something. That no, that's getting harder. If that who the actually the bad guy is is getting harder and harder to under to to understand because uh, the way that they're writing shows now with everything being so dystopian and anti-heroes and to, for letting the audience yep. Yep. figure out what's wrong and what's right. Well, they didn't do that in the eighties. You know. <laughs> I mean, Night, no, and Night they're Rider. Not with this. I mean, they've made it very upfront. It's th- you know, it's Thrawn. It's Night all about Rider Thrawn. and the Dukes of Hazard, and <laughs> even Rider. even space type space. You mean operas the real bad guy was not Boss Hog? No, I mean, yeah, the real bad guy was Boss Hog, but it's like no, it was Daisy's Dukes. Yeah, but still, I mean, that there, it's not clear cut anymore. <laughs> and there's there's, I mean, the walk. And we were talking about the Walking Dead earlier. The Walking Dead's a good example about really, if you look really deep there's no good guys in the walking dead there's no good guys oh it's all shades of shitty and less shitty yeah because they're all fighting for survival and the good guys die in the walking dead the good the moral they talk about the moral the moral oral type characters get killed so or oral moral yeah (laughs) see oral more on adult swim yeah i know what you're talking about (laughs) it's funny so Anyway, if we... You're right. I like her. I like her, too. 
So now let's segue into episode four of Fallen Jedi, then. Fallen Jedi. I liked... Oh, wait, no. Yeah. I loved how... Oh, no, I'm ahead of myself. Sorry. You're ahead of yourself. Well, I am we're, because... We're I, jumping I, because in. We're we falling. Are, but I, we're falling into episode right, but four. I was, but I was already jumping to the end of the fall oh. fall. When, when after her fight with Balin. Because uh, I, I just liked that little transition. So, anyway, so, yeah. So they... They're on... What's the name of the planet? Seas... Seaside, Caesar. Mm-hmm. Let's Seaside. call it. Let's call it Seaside. <laughs> Seaside. Let's let's call it oh. copy of the planet from the second Star Trek movie. Oh, exactly. That had 100%. all the, the red foliage. I was just waiting for a bunch of weird looking aliens that had eyelids that went 18 directions with real bad white skin to well, come I was thinking out of the about, I was thinking about a Discovery episode too where they were they had that monster that that lived on that planet and they were trying to get it back it was like a it was like an aquatic type like critter that was endangered and oh, the space it was a whale? discovery episode it wasn't a space whale because they had a space whale it was a discovery episode it was more like um, Discovery had a space the space whale but it wasn't a space whale. It was something that lived in the waters of this planet. Oh, that's and, the one that, what's his name, from the very get-go. And his planet ended up getting he, destroyed. Yeah, he had, well, he had it in the hold of his <clears throat> ship. Yeah. Yeah. And that, it, it looks just like that planet, too. Like this red, 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 red tree there. And it makes me wonder if that tree, if, if like where they're filming and if it's actually real. It's all poinsettias. <laughs> No, I mean it's it's kind of like a, it's Cetos. cool. I, I I well they they're doing a real fog or smoke kind of on this particular one, and I don't think that fog and smoke was there in the in either of the Star Treks. It was much more of a yellow place in the Star Trek Discovery episode. But, yeah. Okay. You know, yes. 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 It's yes, yes, quite yes, possible yes. they're using the same filming location for all those things. Yeah, Canada. Everything's in Canada. Or Georgia. I don't think they do any Star Trek. In The only Star Trek that I'm aware of that they've filmed in the States, like in the last 10 years, or even with the new, the new evolution of Star Trek, is Picard, because that was actually done in L.A. Yeah. Anyway. anyway. Right. But Cetos is... So that planet, where, they're, where they are, that's actually the one with their space whales that have the weird the name that I cannot So cannot they don't pronounce. look and I got to say the face looks like a whale but the butt looks like a squid. Mm-hmm. It's not a whale whale, it's a squid well, whale. They call them space whales because the actual name of the fucking things are let's see what they they, they named it a, the pod is named a purgle. A purgle, star whales. Yeah, but they have a yeah, but they've got a name, a species name. Yeah. Anyway, but like that, that's the planet where they hang out at and recharge before they go to warp. Oh, no, that's cool. Of course, not warp, but hyperspace. Well, now, and now they're they're traveling in the whale. Like the whale just opened its mouth and, and they popped in there, and they're going to travel in the whale. Just so. like, just like what's his name? Jonah. 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 You know, one of the. Oh, did you say Purgle? Purgle. I said Purgle. Yeah. I was. Yeah. Yeah. I was. My brain was up. My Purgle. <laughs> yes. Purgle. Yeah, Purgle. We're live from Wikipedia. Wikipedia. <laughs> I've been a Wikipedia like for a while. Wikipedia. Yeah. I do like Wikipedia. Yep. Okay. And it's it's like a kitty cat. Purgle. No, let's talk. Let's so let's talk a little bit more about where Ahsoka and Anakin are. What what exactly is that place called? The world between worlds. The world between and worlds. And that would totally like you if you hadn't seen. <clears throat> I think. I think it was shown once in Rebel or in the Clone Wars, but then several times in Rebels. Can only um, a Jedi go there? No. Oh. I mean, you have to. If you get the whole thing is about being able to figure out how to get in there, opening the portal. Like I told you in Rebels, Ezra opened the portal and got in, but then it closed right behind, and then of course nobody could follow him. But there was there was some dude that was working for the. I was going to say the Chancellor. Working for the, not Chancellor, what would it be? The big... Emperor? Thank you, Emperor. What? You, you, what? Holy hand. Yeah. You couldn't remember the Emperor? I couldn't, I couldn't remember the term Emperor. I was trying to think of what oh. the term was. <laughs> yeah, so this guy was like a scientist trying to figure out how to open up the portal okay. to, to go in. 
and and it was on a wall with a mural you know with these gods that the, excuse me <clears throat> gods that they have anyway they were trying to figure out how to get in it was it was on a, a planet that had a jedi temple on it <coughs> the Loth- lothos shoot i should have written it down what but am it, i because the wolves remember those big honking wolves yeah that could that could actually kind of like do their own space travel yeah, mm. I think it was, I think it was wolves. The wolves can space travel too. That's how they do. They can they can do like hyperspace. They can travel like hyperspace. They they're giving everybody in rebels of all the crew. They're giving them all a ride, but they got to get to like the other side of the planet. They're like going, oh my god, how long is this going to take? And Ezra's like, well, not that long because you can talk to animals. And all of a sudden, the wolves, the wolves they really get going fast, and then they kind of point down and they plow and they just disappear right into the planet and come out the other side of the planet. Wow! So they do. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's very cool. And I thought, I mean, I mean, I know I'm going to do this wrong. I always think it's Lothos, but, but I know that's not right. Yeah, it is. I remember you saying or hearing Lothos before. I wrote that down. I think, which so, is interesting because I mean, Lobos is the word they should use. Well, but that would be wolves. the actual wolves. But it was, yeah, it had something to do with the fact that it was like Ezra's home planet. So anyway, they're on this planet, and that's where this scientist is working trying to get into this jedi temple to get past in in through this portal to the world between worlds because once you get into the world between worlds you can go anywhere you know well, t- time yeah. time or you know well i mean that's if you know what you're doing i mean i don't think I right and 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 ezra gets in there first and then closes the portal and that's actually he find he finds soak lot loth is the name loth sorry so the the Star Wars writers were just like, we need a word. Oh shoot, Hoth is already taken. So let's <laughs> we'll just let's just go next in the alphabet. What a Joth? Does that sound good? No, oh Loth. How about that? <laughs> well, you don't damn well. That's how they do stuff. I mean, I mean, if you're if you're a writer in your writer's room and you're like, we got to get it's, this shaken. We don't get this shit done. We're not getting out of here until ten o'clock tonight. You know full well, well they're pulling stuff out of there. I bet they miss those days New now, Wednesdays. don't they? So. Their break has been a little bit extended. I mean, I don't, I don't know how those people are doing. I feel for them. I, um, they must. I mean, when we come out of this, they've got. A, I'd say, at least a fourth of them have had to have taken other jobs just to keep food on well, the table. You know, now that we're now that we're doing our pop culture piece of this. <laughs> <coughs> or meandering through to it. Well, we well, have that's, we that's what that's what what's her face was trying to do. That, what, to, who's to, bring, to bring her show back. I mean, in the news, what's her name? That was Firestarter, the original, uh, the actor. Oh yeah, more. thank you. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I'm gonna have to get my inhaler. Drew Barrymore. She, that's why she was kickstarting. She was gonna start her show again. Mm-hmm. She announced last week that she was gonna kickstart her show again. It was supposed to start like tomorrow or something. And she cited exactly what you and I were talking about, I think, a couple of weeks ago. We're like, okay, you got the writers and the actors, right? And they're mem- they are actually members of the union. Okay, I got, I've always been a union guy. I've got no qualms with unions whatsoever. I'm very pro-union. But as you had pointed out, and I had kind of like, I don't think I had thought about it. You're, talking, you're like, well... You know what about the makeup artists? What about the people? What about yeah, the, what about costumers, the, what about props, set designers? Yeah, you know, every other one of these guys that aren't mm-hmm. in aren't in that union and are not getting a stipend from the union that are not drawing a paycheck. Right. How many of them are losing their houses and their cars? Right. Well, or you know, getting evicted or whatever it is. They're and smart. Can't buy groceries. They're going to find another type of work to hold them over. Right. But the point being, that's why. What's her name was like, you know what, if we start the show again, even with it's out with if it's without writers, they're working. Right, right. And and she was oh my God, she was met with just vile I mean it's not that's not fair. And, that's and, and, that's and, now not she, fair. and she came out and she reversed her decision. They're not starting the show. Oh, are you kidding me? No, she buckled. Just, just to happened that? today. I think it was today or yesterday. So so what's what I find to be unfair about that is And she was crying and apologizing. I'm sorry, I thought I was doing the right thing. I'm, part of me is like, Well, you really were kind she of doing was. You, were, you were trying you were tr- you know, you're split. No, I mean, it's it's completely unfair because some talk shows and game shows are allowed to go on. Like, um, I watched The View, and some people hate that show, but like The View and see, The I, Talk, but see, they're allowed to keep filming. I don't think they have writers. 
is the they, deal. They do not have writers. So that's why. She should be able to run a show if she if she wants to write her own stuff, which is like the ladies of the view are writing their own stuff. I mean, it's a talk show. What is she, how much and, does she have to write? And that's how, you know, nobody, seem, nobody seems to be flashing back to like what you and I, when we were talking about this, I said, that's what Jon Stewart did yeah. the last time this happened. They started the show back. They started the show back up, but it was, you know, they called it a daily show, not yep. the daily show. It was a daily, and you could tell there were no writers because the show sucked, right? But they, but guess what? Well, I all miss those, all those other people had jobs. I'm and I'm sorry, but I'm missing the late night talk shows. I whatever is going on with this strike, and they have no right to hold all these other people hostage. They have no right to 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 ruin I, the lives of of the people that work on these shows. I, I you know, and and it's like, are those people no less dedicated to that show than the writers are? I highly doubt it. Right. I'm sure the guy who stands behind a camera, who yep. has probably worked for the studio for you know however long. I I get the fact that they want to strike. Okay, fine, they they get to strike, but don't. I mean, don't calling somebody a scab or whatever just because they're not part of your union, they're not part of your strike. They got to put some fucking food on the table and they have an insurance bill to pay and they might have a mortgage or rent to pay. They got kids in school or whatever it is. You know, it's 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 not cutting, you know, it's not cut and dry. It's not black and white. Do you know who who never apparently ever goes on strike? Social workers. <laughs> Are they part of a union? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think that, well, no, I think our code of ethics rises above. I don't think it will allow well, us to and strike. I don't, state employees don't either. I mean, you can be a member of the union, but yeah. it's against the, well, it's a member a right of the union. Well, it's a right to work state. In a right to work state. Yeah. And it's illegal for them to go on strike. Yeah, it and is. And the union is a fucking, is just a sham anyway. I well, mean, they don't even do I anything. mean, at least uh, at least we have someone working towards our interests at the state legislative level, but and that's all they do is lobby at the legislature. Because well, as I've found, when things when shit goes sideways, they are not there for you. Because that's what happened to me. So well, I uh, don't know that we hmm. want to get all that personal, but uh, I, I mean, I could throw down on that too. I know no, you could. we could. Yep. Yeah, we are bonded so, by that. <laughs> Blood. Well, anyway, so I, I get I get the sense that we really don't know, you know. I mean, if we're talking about this place between worlds. We don't know much about it, and really, truthfully, that whole episode is kind of just it's just kind of like they're meandering around in a misty place and going back in time and memories and and well, ages. Well, the whole thing is, remember, Anakin? She's like, "What are you here?" And he says, "I'm here to finish your training." Mm. And that was, yeah. you know, and she's kind of like. She kind of refuses they, his they, training. She does. You're yeah. right, and they kind of do a little spark with the with the with the sabers Olight. which Harris and, kid hears, and, which is kind of cool. Which, yeah, a little later on, and and I think yeah. she even says some of the fact. You know, she says something along the lines of, you know, you're you're too late. I you know I got it all. Well, she, you know what? She she's this, old. She, well, she's as old. he as he points out, but she but she makes a snarky comment to where you know I don't think you've got anything left to teach me, kind of thing. And and he's kind of like, oh, you think so, do you? And I'm still trying to figure out exactly all I can really figure out that he did teach her during that episode was that she is good enough to do what she needs to do. It was almost like if it did anything, it may have taken away any reservation that she may have had about being ready to do what needs to be done. I think it gave, I think what it did was show her that she is the person that she needs to be. A uh, person needs to be Sabine. Mm. And and at that level of a Jedi, because she was never, ever, ever declared a she was never made a Jedi. And that's the that's one true. thing. Nah. And so I, I think I think what it did was it served to to confirm to her that she was ready to right. do what she needed to do. Well, uh, maybe, and you know, do you really that's need to be like labeled a Jedi if you just know? I mean, they know. They know they're a Jedi. They know I'll, they got the Force. I'll, and yeah, I'll be all that being a Jedi is, is that you've been in, you know, officially inducted into the Order. Right. You know right. what I mean? You can be you can be way more powerful than any of them and not be a Jedi. Yeah, and I mean, it goes to you know, she's obviously she is a little bit different. She's you know, made some different choices. And they're Force wielder or Force sensitive people. You know that aren't Jedi. You know, Balin's not a Jedi, but he's that in between. He's like, yeah, he walks the road of where he could become a Jedi or could become a Sith, depending. But he's got the Force going both ways. 
You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, you know. So he's no, a, we're gonna he's, talk he's, about he's, that he's, guy. He's, he's part of no more labels. You want to talk <laughs> about Ray Stevenson now, or do you want to wait? Oh, we can. All you right. Know, the fact that he's been in every movie, well, every made. Right, right. So we find out that. And I'd never seen him until. Right, <laughs> you had though. So, but, but so, not, but didn't know it. We find out that this actor who plays uh, Balin Skull, his name is Ray Stevenson. He's a British actor. He's now deceased, and we're like, oh, just this year, just this year. So we looked up how many different shows he's on, and he's. Whoa, he has got... 432 at last count. Crazy filmography. Um, we Actually, found what out... What was his number, I wonder? He was in the Thor movies as Volstag, and that really, that hit me, because I, I've i watched all the Thor movies, and he was in Vikings, he was in the Book of Eli, he played Blackbeard on Black Sails, he was in Dexter, <laughs> He and he was in Rebels, he was a voice of Gar Saxon, which means nothing to me, but... 2014 to 2018. He was in the Three Musketeers. He played Porthos. Yeah, he's in the Transporter, which is a pretty popular movie. People like that. He was on the show Rome, 2005 to 2007. I've always wanted to watch that show, and I never, I never did. Rome, Rome. It was yes. good. Yes, I need You're talking to. About the HBO production, right? Yeah, I. It was very good. You know, I, I somehow missed that one. I watched all the Spartacus shows. 63 and, movies. Jeez, and he's got one. Wow. There's, there's a movie that he was in that's in post production right now. Oh so my goodness! One Gateway to the West. Wow, yeah, he seems like a big guy, and it makes sense that he's playing all these like Viking type roles, and you know, big. He's a, but uh, you know, it's 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 hard for me. Like I watched all of Vikings. <coughs> it's hard for me to even think back and recognize him from that show. So he must be. You know, I mean, they must just have him in so many, in so much makeup and costumes. Oh, and I'm sure, and long changing hair. his hair around and just doing like, all just kinds like of Thor. things. Just like Thor, right? But I remember Volstag. I yeah, do six, remember that. Six foot three. Good, good, googly moogly. You know what? We talked though quite a bit about Clancy Brown in in a previous podcast, and I think he would have been better in this role um, of Balin Skull than this Ray Stevenson guy. Clancy Brown. Clancy. I mean, we we talked about him. He's got that. Really? He's got a small part in the first episode of Ahsoka. He's the mayor of. Oh, oh, he's the okay. mayor of the town, and well, you know, he and, was in a bunch of rebel stuff. Well, Clancy, Clancy's been in I mean, a lot like of stuff. I mean, like the same guy. I mean, and and the character in Rebels looks just like yeah, him. Yeah, I know. You know. I mean, so to for me, like Clancy and Ray Stevenson are kind of interchangeable, but I like Clancy better. <laughs> I'm more, yeah, but I feel you know what? Though? I mean, I but you know, not even having known this Ray Stevenson or thinking I hadn't, you know, known him. No, I prefer him in this role as Balin. I wouldn't like old uh, Clancy. Of course you do. No, I just it's just because it's <laughs> and it's probably I, like Highlander. <laughs> no, it's because it's an unknown actor. Or to me, it was he was an unknown actor. He was well, a, he clearly was a, he's not unknown. It no, was just, to me, to me, he was he was unknown to me in that role when it began oh. and, I, and i and i liked i liked that oh gosh it just came just something just came flooding back to me about the book of eli he played a really bad guy in the book of eli and he was awesome in that role the whole movie was bad you don't like that movie i thought it was very not oh good. i love that movie okay it's idris elba i don't know he's not perfect in everything ah uh, that's a great movie yeah, whatever well, okay, let's so let's wrap this up here with Shadow Warrior. So I lost one place. So great fight scene, I think, between Ahsoka and Balin. Mm-hmm. But they have. Sabine, you effing bitch for No, well, we're talking about episode five, Shadow oh, Warrior. Shit, I'm on four, sorry. Yeah. I, I no. did I did a rewind. Apologies. That's okay. No, this was mostly about Ahsoka and Anakin. Absolutely, and, it was. And we talk about Darth. I mean, we see shades of Darth. We, we mentioned how his lightsaber changes color a couple times. His eyes change color because I was like, "Ooh, look, he's looking kind of, kind of zombified there for a while." I still want to know what the point. There has to be some. There has to be some. If we don't know it. Should be if we know not or not. There's there's something about her changing her clothes colors. 
Because she's been oh, in gray, yeah, gray, gray, yeah. gray, 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 and then suddenly, boop, she becomes Gandalf the White, as everybody keeps talking well, about. Well, she, okay, so she, so here's there's the deal. something about, she, do you think that's because of the, the personal re- revelation that she maybe gained after fighting Anakin, that she's kind of like a new something or other, no, I think reborn she just or some clothes. <laughs> they gave her white clothes. She finally found what she had done with her OxyClean or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, she... She was in the ocean. They pulled her out of the ocean and they gave her new clothes. Little salt water bleach down there. They kind of. No, I mean, I think there's. I, I just. I've never seen her in white. It was in Mandalorian. In. Well, I guess it actually would have been Boba Fett. Yeah, all of it. She's always been in a gray or a darker color. This is the first time she's been in white. She's found herself, and she's like, well, I'm, "I'm a good guy. I was, I was trained by Darth Vader, <laughs> and I'm a good guy. I'm gonna wear white." But I'm, I'm serious. That's that's. I'm gonna match my lightsaber. Like you said, found herself. <laughs> her fucking lightsabers are awesome. I love her lightsabers. I know. I didn't even. Well, you could be right. You could be right about that. I didn't. I'm know guessing. That. I'm. I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Just the you know the internet keeps talking about goddamn Gandalf the White. Going, you know, going from Gandalf the Grey to Gandalf the White when he became like powerful again—is that what it was? I never really kept up too much on the well, the elves movies. I've seen them, but I watched them for the entertainment factor, not for yeah, any of the no, backstory. I mean, what was Sauron? What was Sauron wearing? <laughs> Who's Sauron? Isn't Sauron the bad guy in the Lord of the Rings? Wasn't the bad guy like the eye? Yeah, the eye of Sauron. Is it Sauron or Sauron? I have fucking no idea. It's a it's a big it's a it's a fiery eye up in the Well yeah. So wearing nothing, I guess. It was just an eyeball. Well, but there's a bad wizard attached to Sauron. Oh, you you mean that other just the other wizard. (laughs) That was that other guy the other old actor guy. He's got Name? What was his name? I don't know. Bad wizard. <laughs> the other, guy. the other wizard. Um, what was the name of the movies? She is the Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. The Lord of the Lord Rings. Of the Hobbit. The Rings. Lord of the Rings. Wizards. Gandalf, and it was it was. Uh, Saruman the White. Saruman. Okay. Saruman the White. And then, well, Gandalf becomes white too. So you probably I mean, already I know about Gandalf the Gray. So why did he become Gandalf the White? Well. You know what, though? Why are people tying the Lord of the Rings to Ahsoka? Let's just talk about that. Why do they need to do well, that? Well, part of, part of it is because of the producer. Uh, I told okay. you, he he did it. Oh, you haven't seen that. So let's go. Let's see. So we go Ahsoka because it's... What the hell is his name? It's... Er, yeah, Dave... Le, no, Peter Dave, Jackson Dave, is the director. Dave... Well, you have different directors for each episode. But Dave Filoni. So if we go Dave Filoni, Gandalf... There's this drawing that he did. Oh, Filoni has compared Ahsoka in the upcoming series to blah, blah, blah. I I just want to find this picture. Here it is right here. So this is a sketch that he did. People thought I was dead, too. And then what is it? Look look how that turned out. Hmm. That's like a sketch that he did. Okay, so we got... So see, he's, he's talking to Ahsoka. Yeah, so yeah. he's like making this tie-in. And that's like, okay, that's like, and that's like the inner workings of a, a one human's mind, and the that's just such a thing to run with that. And but it's probably him kind of going. If I did this and, and truthfully, you know there's, I mean? and there's just... probably enough crossover fans that they'll absolutely eat that up and love it. Because, I mean, I'm sure that there's a healthy chunk of Lord of the Rings people that absolutely love Star Wars, too. Okay, so according to Dave Filoni, it's why Ahsoka is Star Wars Gandalf. He's he's literally equating the characters to each other. Okay, well, (laughs) all right, you you got it. So probably the role they play, I haven't read the article, but there it is. Yeah. But probably maybe the the role. Did Gandalf get eaten by a whale? I don't know. Who got his ass kicked by? Yeah. Yeah, shall not pass. That's the only thing I remember. You know, one of the best, uh, for for me, one of the best um, biblical passages is, is literally, like, I don't I don't know the the codes or however you find it in the Bible, but it's, it's when Jonah gets spit out of the whale and he lands at the feet of all these people. He's like, repent. <laughs> That's literally like a biblical line. Well, she's in the whale right now. Yeah, well, yeah. 
They're in the whale. They're they're traveling in a hyper. They're in a hyperdrive situation inside the whale. They're in a hyper whale. Yeah, they're in a hyper whale. Yeah. But you're so, right. The front end looks like a whale, and the back end looks like a squid. And did you see when they go into like warp? They're like their tails. I mean, this is probably did this in the animated one. I never saw it, but like their tails open up. You can see their yeah. Like, I see it's like you know, looking like like their cat's ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Yeah, kind of into a star shape, and then they lit up and. Whew, I like that. I like that. We haven't seen those. I mean, if we, let's talk about the main Star Wars movies. One through three and four through six. We never saw any of those whales, space whales, did we? No, it originated no. in the animated series. Yeah, okay, yeah. And I don't, I don't know if it was Rebels or the Clone Wars. Right. I just know then the first live action, if you will, reference to them was when uh, Grogu was watching them. When, so, they were, when they were zipping through. You could see their shadows. So why don't Star Wars fans get as worked up as Star Trek fans do about canon? Like... What Ooh, you know? They just child. don't. That'd be an they, episode. All of, but they I don't. Think they do. They, no, I, I never hear about it. I never hear anyone go. I didn't see. A, I didn't see a space whale in episode four. Wars. The whole of that Enterprise was too dark of a gray <laughs> compared to the real. Nobody's con- like they called them Connies because it was a. I mean, they just there's 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 definitely. I mean, if you're if you're gonna split the fans down the middle, there's definitely differences. Nobody belly aches about anything in Star Wars. Do you think that's Nobody because you just kind of live in the land of Star Trek more and you just don't hear it? No. No. Okay. No, I don't. Because I, I consider oh, myself... Oh, no, never mind. I know the land that you live in and the lands that you have lived in and the people that occupied those lands. And so you're right. If it if it happened with students, would have you would have heard, heard it. You would have heard it. I would have heard something. They're just more accepting I am of acquiescing. non-canon stuff. Well, it's because all their shit is made up fucking magic anyway, so who knows what it is. Star Wars, Star Wars is all magic. See, that's the reason I like Star Trek better. Because Star Trek, first of all, Star Trek is based on Earth and science. And where would you uh, go? Star Wars Star is Wars, religious. Star Wars is religious, religious. and magic and people that are a long time ago in a galaxy far away so that's why well, I, that's why i'm a star well Trek i mean guy. so so star- so that maybe but i'm saying is because it's religion and and magic <clears throat> maybe that's why people aren't so star wars is good versus evil line. but star trek can be good versus evil too yeah, just that's a little one, bit more episodic just one, just one aspect of it yeah that's just right. yes absolutely that's just one aspect of it but you're right star wars is you know they even, I think, in one of the first episodes, they even refer to you know the the Jedi and the Force being you know their you know a religion. There, there's an episode where it's actually or a movie where it's actually referred to that old religion. But, but I think maybe that's because that's why they aren't so wound up about it because yeah maybe you never know what it's going to be. Maybe day. I mean I kind of would like to hear a Star Wars fan say to this. Um, <coughs> This guy with his Gandalf, uh, his Gandalf tie him. Just like, just shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, like, this is, Gandalf doesn't have anything to do with this. Get out. I wish I'd hear that, but I don't. You know what we're going to need to do before, before or when, when this wraps up and we do a, sh- a, a wrap on the last episode, we need to get Patrick back on there. Well, sure. If you want to have Patrick, we always want to hear from Patrick. Yeah, no, I'm just saying that would be a good. <laughs> Because he's watched all those animated ones oh, where you and right. I have not. Well, yeah, just, he can, you he know. Can, no, he can connect the dots. I'm just going to have to be the, yeah, right person on that because I haven't, oh, let me just see. Let me just see if I can cram in, I don't know, 70 no. of Rebels and. Okay, but you know that's not what I mean. You know, I I felt, and you know, hey, you know what stinks is that I always thought Rebels was Dog for kids. Dog shit on the floor. I always thought Rebels was for kids, and that's one of the reasons why I didn't watch it. I had no idea it was so adult. That's my opinion. That's my, you know, that's my opinion after having watched, especially some of the latter episodes in Rebels, and I was like, ah, you know, that's like I said, that's my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. And, you know, speaking of stuff that stinks. Your opinion is valid. (laughs) Until proven otherwise. I've been listening to a lot of Judas Priest lately. Really? Yeah. Turbo lover. Well, even some really early stuff before they were all dressed in leather. Uh, And Rob Halford had long long hair. 
looked I weird. I love Judas Priest. It's like a great. gateway drug because now I'm listening to Five Finger Death Punch. Oh, come on now. I tried playing you some Five Finger Death Punch a year or so ago. You hated it. Not that you've tried to play me some other stuff before that I hated. No, but we, I don't know we about five literally finger death punch. played Five Finger Death Punch here in your house. I asked your your you a- AI just, to pull it you up. You probably just you picked a shitty song. No, I didn't. And where were you when they came to... to to the fair a few months ago i had no one to go with i was right here well we could have gone i I, I, I just started listening to him damn you i i mean like i had no one to go (laughs) to that concert with so i I didn't go i'll I'll go next time yeah they're good I, i i like them i like everything they do so good stuff well i mean i'm not gonna like I don't know how you. Got, I don't know how you got from Judas Priest to Five Finger Death Punch though, because I don't think they're similar at all. They're not. Five Finger Death Punch is more towards that. What do they call that? Um, rapid heavy metal or fast fast heavy metal or whatever. I mean, Five Finger Death Punch is on another. You know, towards the towards the metal that I do not like. Mm. Really, I'm surprised I do either. But that song, Wrong Side of Heaven, I really like. No, that's a great song. It's yeah. a very good song. So. But, well, here we are. We're at the end of Ahsoka. Um, so that's episode. Well, we, we covered three five? through five. No, episode five. <clears throat> and there are three left. Yeah, that's a kind of a shame. I like this. Uh, I like this show. But this is, yeah, me too. I think this is this is like a Mandalorian level for me. Yeah. Well. And I don't know why. I don't know why I've got, got it in for. The book of Boba Fett, it's just not as good. Oh, I like Boba Fett. I like... I I don't dislike it. It's just not as good. And plus, the book of Boba Fett was like half Mandalorian anyway. Is is it over? Is is there more book of Boba Fett coming out? I haven't heard. Yeah. I'm I'm just afraid because of this writer's strike that, you know, we're coming up on 2024. And we won't see some of these shows till like 2028. You know what I mean? Like... I don't know it'll be that long, but, well, you're, but it's there's going to be a dry spell. You, you know are, what I mean? You are and absolutely as, as evidenced by like what happened with Ray Stevenson. People die, you know. People die. They retire. You know, the things happen. The yeah. Book of Boba Fett season two is reportedly not happening. Oh, I, I bet you it totally, especially because of the writers. If there was because they have canned shows that were planned so did the book of boba fett did it i can't remember did it end on a cliffhanger it didn't it kind of ended so that one season could be enough i am trying to remember how it ended (laughs) well so here's the deal for me i mean if it's a star wars story they can they can easily do the star wars stories in one season well and like yeah yeah oh what is this post credit scene of the Mandalorian, Mandalorian Season 2. Saw Boba Fett. What? Yeah, they, they kind of merged. Oh, Season 2, Season 2. They kind of merged Boba Fett yeah, yeah, and Mandalorian yeah, yeah. a little two. bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, and, and Din Djarin was like in half the episodes. Right, right. Yeah, because they probably needed Din and Djarin so, and to so get was ratings. Ahsoka. Yeah. yeah. You know, so. They're all blending together. It really um, kind of is a you know you know what fucking killed it was those that stupid little these guys the little space gang on their stupid yeah uh, those are, those are on bad their, on their space they mopeds. were really bad. It was like happy space days mopeds. it's like happy days is not good that was annoying they were terrible yeah they're like Ewoks <laughs> like Ewoks, Ewoks. <laughs> there's always characters like that in Star Wars jar, that people jar, just don't jar, jar, like Jar Jar walk yeah. Well, there we go. So, so yeah, no, it yeah, we gotta wait for episodes six, seven, and eight. I it kills me that this. See, I hate when. So episodes one through five, halfway through the, you know, more than halfway through the season, and you don't even see the who the main protagonist is. You know, <clears throat> I it better be in episodes six, seven, and eight. You're talking about be Thrawn. I'm talking about Thrawn. But they've told us, they told us. But this is bullshit Thrawn. where he's like the last episode where uh, he's got like 10 minutes on screen yeah, and that's it. Wow. And then it's all about, you know, <clears throat> season two or some horseshit. I do mm. know that there is supposed to be, this is supposed to be like a jump start for one of the movies because there's going to be like a Thrawn movie. Oh, okay. So yeah. this is, 
<coughs> and that's the other thing is they need to be they need to bring you know they're going to do that they're going to do a movie they need to fucking bring Ahsoka into one of these movies they need to bring Din Djarin in you know to one of these movies in my opinion I think that'd be kind of cool well we'll see but see Marvel doesn't do that either do they now that I think about it they don't really do any crossovers between well their shows I mean I and- think that there's a bigger issue here going on is people are no longer I mean they're no longer going to the theaters where they're where we're losing theater goers all the time and there's you this, don't think it's kind of starting to come back since post-COVID? I think it's coming back, but I think part of the problem is now people are they're either choosing to run it in the theaters or to stream it, or and they're trying to play to both audiences. But a lot of I mean they're not doing so. Of course, stuff is going to streaming a lot quicker than it ever did before post pre-COVID. You know, and then of course during COVID, then everything was like going straight to streaming first. You know, they were, they were, you know, they had to bypass movies altogether. They wanted to try to get some recoup some money, and of course now it's back in the theaters again. However, well, look at Barbie's already. You could already freaking stream Barbie or yeah, buy it or whatever. Well, I'm surprised. Yeah. You know, it's like it's like they spend maybe sixty or ninety days in the theaters, and then boom, it's to streaming. It used to be like six months to a year before you'd be able to, you know, get it on DVD or Blu-ray or anything like that. Right. Well, I, I don't know exactly what's happening. It's just, but we're going to be in another. We're going to be in another situation like we were during the pandemic, where we just don't have things to watch pretty soon. And I think they're relying a lot more on these <coughs> flashback films and these fathom events and and kind of like oh, where they do replays. Yeah, I mean, like like Goonies. You can see Goonies back in the theaters. You can see uh, what did I just go to? I went to. Well, I was I missed our theater didn't run they live but Fathom Events just anniversary you you have we've talked about it they before. live they live the Rowdy Roddy Piper movie oh okay yeah. all right all right I, I did, just didn't bought know the, t- the title theater. the title yeah. and I was so excited to see it back in the theater and our theater didn't run it it was a Fathom event well they do a lot where Fargo has it but we don't yeah. Well, it kind of frustrated me because our theater didn't run it, and they do all those other flashbacks. It's because we've got one theater that owns the land. Right. That's the problem. That's a hard... But it's a a community that doesn't really support two movie theaters either. We're not big enough to support two movie theaters. I kind of think you want to wonder if AMC would still be here if it had been a decent theater rather than a theater that's in a shitty little mall. I don't know. I mean, if if it had been a good theater. The, the, The... Well... You know... But what they need, I mean, we need. I'd love, love it if we had an IMAX or a super screen or yeah, something. Yeah, way too small for them. Right. Well, here we are. Are we here at we the is. end? Are we at the end? We're at the end. We're at the end. Where oh. we, where we shine. Because <laughs> well, our, end, our endings are so awesome. That's all, folks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of that, that's all, folks. I, um, I went to the uh, missile silo. Museum in Cooperstown, and there was and so we I'm went just down. Waiting, to, I'm waiting for how this connects. Went down 50 feet in the ground and and got to see the uh, the where the missileers were and all the equipment that is from the 50s or 60s. And there was a painting down there, right next to the basically on the desk where they had one of the keys for the missileer. Yeah. There was a painting of Bugs Bunny in an Air Force an airman's uniform. And, uh, you know, we kind of walked around and we were wondering, what's Bugs Bunny? And, and the tour guide said, he said, you're probably wondering why Bugs is down here. Because when the big day would come, when they're going to blow off those missiles, that's all. F- yeah. I thought that was dark. I thought that was super yeah, dark. But, that's what uh, mutually assured destruction. Yep. Yeah, it was, it was a cool museum. I highly recommend um, if you're in the area to check it out. I've been in out. it. I've been in it. Yeah. It was it was it was cool. Long though. time ago, yeah. long time ago. Can't but, even imagine what the a day to day life for those airmen were like. You know, I mean that would kind of be annoying down there. But yeah, and I can't remember how long like now how long they do a stand. When I was in when I was in college, there was a missileer that lived across the hall from me in my apartment building. Mm. So a current day one. And kinda, so he would you know go out and I'd remember how many day, how many days on duty. You know they would spend kind of you know kind of like. Firemen in the same right. way, right? You know, they right. go and do their thing. and 
So the upstairs is kind of a time capsule of late 90s, 1997, 1998 is what it looks like. And then below in the, the bunker. <laughs> 1936. In no, yeah, I mean, like I mean, 58, 60. Well, when it all started, right? yeah. And, uh, Everything's painted that great cycle hospital green yeah, color. Yeah, it was minty green down there. <laughs> but what I found interesting was up top in the in the area where they would like watch for people driving up to the missile. And, you know, oh, yep, yep. So the, just their viewing area. They had war games in VHS sitting yeah. right by a 13-inch TV. War games. I thought <laughs> war awesome. games and Con Air. Two, yeah, that's good. two movies sitting up there. And then right below it was the place where they discharged the rifles. It was pretty cool. You know, the funny thing, if you always see movies where they get ready to launch the <clears throat> launch the missiles, too. And there's always like a couple doors that just kind of open. Or, you know, they just do take their time and open, or there's like a, a slab that'll kind of slide on over and go, and that is not how it works. No. Mm-mm. They blow. Yeah. The, it, it, they slide, but at about 100, I mean, the that cover, when they blow it and it opens it up, goes skipping across the fucking prairie. <laughs> Yeah, it's not just a smooth little thing. It bang and it goes bouncing across the fucking fields. Yeah, opens and opens now. I I I did not not know much about that place, and I thought it was especially after seeing Oppenheimer. It was pretty interesting. Did it have too? Did that? Did the uh, Cooperstown Museum have too many boobs too? Just like Oppenheimer? No, it didn't have any boobs, which was pretty. (laughs) I appreciated that. No boobs. No boobs. Yeah. Well, folks, right. I tried to say that's all, folks, and then I segued. Wow. Right, right, right into a little bit of Warner Brothers action. Yeah. There we go. I think we need to call it. Yeah, let's call it. Hey, folks, thanks for listening. Thank you very much. Have a good one. All right, good night. Or good morning. or Good day or whenever you're listening to this. We can't end this thing. we got to figure that out. Good day. Or how about goodbye? Thanks for listening. Thanks yes, for listening. Thanks, everyone. Goodbye. Thank you, people.